Chapter 2 Not to sound like an old lady, but has the outside world always been so loud or felt so awkward? For instance, there is maybe nothing more awkward than sitting on a lawn mower in aisle four of a busy Home Depot without a cell phone to pass the time while your best friend is off finding an employee. Like, all-time awkwardness record. Oh my God, Quinn Roberts. Scratch that, there is something more awkward than all of that. It's being caught doing it. Oh, hey, I go, I knew this would happen. The zombie apocalypse has arrived, and it's starring Liz Morgan. How's it going? Liz was on the pep squad with Annabeth their freshman year. Annabeth wasn't the biggest fan of Liz, but my sister was so plainly decent to everybody that the entire school considered her to be, like, a second-tier friend. I was third-tier by association. How are you? Liz says, while kind of absent-mindedly peeling away a layer of country club sunburn from her arm. She is first-tier, by the way and giving me the kind of look you'd give a turtle that's been stuck on its back for six months. You have to understand, usually humans forget even the most crippling events if they are not personally inconvenienced themselves. My sister's blazing car blocked the only open exit from school that December afternoon, and thus Liz Morgan and every other student became a kind of victim trapped for an extra hour on the last day before winter break. Mmm, I'm okay, I say, remembering to cover the buzz mark in my hair. Then, Liz, Jeff says, reappearing, thank God, and trailed by the kind of Home Depot employee who looks like he majored in hating teenagers at some junior college in Ohio. Mmm, hey, Liz says, she might not know Jeff's name. Regardless, I catch him checking her out, though, frankly, Stevie Wonder could probably catch Jeff checking Liz out. Uh, is somebody buying an air conditioner or not? The Home Depot employee says, and Liz giggles and covers her mouth and goes, well, I'm not, and then she backs away and takes off like this is the most hilarious and embarrassing mix-up in the history of comedy. Girls, man. Jeff sighs in her wake. He's never had a girlfriend. I mean, look at his shorts. The Home Depot guy casually puts his hand on the single most expensive air conditioner out of about a thousand options. So how big a room are you cooling off? He asks me, and I realize I should stand up and pretend to be a human. Um, I look at Jeff, like maybe he'll just sort of intuitively know my bedroom's square footage. His mom is an architect. But then I tell myself to answer this question. Seriously, I go, answer the question, Quinn, to myself. Because maybe answering an easy question, like this one, will help build my confidence up to the harder ones I'm bound to be getting any day now. Like, do you think you'll graduate with the rest of the seniors next year? Or are you still planning on making your famous movies now that Annabeth is gone? Or... Speaking of Annabeth, why didn't you show up to your own sister's memorial? The room's big enough to fit a twin-size bed and 11 pizza boxes, I say to the Home Depot guy, fast, 
and Jeff busts out laughing in a way that is so musical, it practically borders on inappropriate underscoring for the scene we're having. In other words, it's the best song ever. The employee narrows appropriate AC models down to two, and I blindly point at the one that I think looks the cutest, God help me, and then Jeff goes, let's pay for this thing, and whaps my shoulder pretty hard. I act like it hurts, but it actually feels good. It feels like another person. We make our way to the parking lot. It is so unbelievably hot out that I can smell my speed stick wafting up like an alpine fog. Beats the alternative. Hey, you did good back there, Jeff says, after we slide the air conditioner box into his trunk. And I do mean his trunk. When your dad owns the biggest car dealership in town, you get your own car, and it's not even pre-owned. What do you mean I did good?